Welcome, everyone, to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips. Got Jeff Torrey sitting across from me. And today, we're going to talk rookie wide receivers in auction drafts and what they've done over the last few years. So last week, we did a running back episode um, of rookie running backs, you know, compared what their prices were and how they actually performed during the season. And we were able to come up with, if it's a high-priced rookie running back, they're pretty good. Almost Their hit rate is very high. And even that mid-tier was the hit rate's very high. So it seemed like it was good value. So I decided, let's let's look at wide receivers. Let's see what we can figure out from there, what kind of trends we can find, and how it's going to benefit us. And um, I don't really feel like I found any trends, Jeff. No, no, it was all over the place. <laughs> it is. So <laughs> rookie receivers, I'm try, you, you know, try to find these trends that can help us out in the future. And honestly, it's not there for rookie receivers. And the good thing is they're all cheap, though. They're all relatively cheap. And for this year's draft specifically, they're very cheap. You're not going to spend much. You know, that could vary. Um, we mainly play in auction leagues that are, are keeper leagues. So these rookies will go for a little bit more. But in a redraft, there's redraft you really don't, I don't think, we'll go through these numbers, but I think already before we get there, in a redraft, I don't see the need to spend up for any rookie receiver at all. At all. A keeper league's different story because a lot of times they can be really good in the year too. But redraft, it's one year. I don't see the need. So let's look. We can look back here. 2022. The, the highest price one last year was Drake London. He went higher than I thought. I think that was basing off the year before, which will be Jamar Chase. We'll get to in a minute. But Drake London went for about $6. And that's about the highest you get. He didn't live up to the $6 probably even. But 38th finish. Garrett Wilson and Alave were both 2 bucks. They got 21st and 23rd. So that's really good value, actually, for the 2 bucks. Mm-hmm. Pretty Pretty solid value. But again, they're not like... They weren't league winners. You couldn't use them every week. You, they had some flashes. They were good at times, but they they weren't. They didn't help you. Maybe they were back end. If you have like three receivers, they helped you win, but they're, they're not really helping you win championships too much. After that, um, Traylon Burks was obviously not worth it. Christian Watson had mm-hmm. a good stretch. He could help. He's the one who actually probably helped you. Yeah. Definitely. If you were trying to win there at the last second, he ended up with 25th finish after doing nothing for half a year. Yeah. The second half of the year, he really came along. Yep. And, and if you were listening to us, you would have drafted yep. him. <laughs> uh, Sky Moore didn't do anything. And George Pickens was, was okay. But Solid. Yeah. Was 31. Fine. That was 2022. 2021 had Jamar Chase go for six bucks. He finished third. So yes, if you got him at that price, well worth it. You did awesome. He probably helped win some leagues. That's a great pick. Yeah. Without a doubt. But after that, <laughs> You know, Devontae Smith was only going for like a dollar less and he finished 30th. Again, that's just, that's fine. It's not, again, didn't hurt you. That doesn't help you though for the price. Waddle was a $3 player who went for, finished 21st. So yeah, he's okay. But again, not some, (laughs) he didn't change anything. And after that, a bunch of guys that really didn't do much, honestly. Elijah Moore had a week or two. Rashad Bateman, you know, Kadarius Tony had what, a week? He had a week. So. Not much, not much else there. 2020, we had Justin Jefferson going for a dollar. If you listen to us again for this one, Jeff was a huge Jefferson guy. Yep. Called him all preseason, and he finishes sixth. So if you got Justin Jefferson, that was absolutely worth it. 100%. You did awesome. But again, even the Justin Jefferson pick, Jeff, he wasn't the highest. CD Lamb went for more money, and it was just you liked him. It wasn't like he was – we didn't know for sure. No, I didn't know. No, <laughs> yeah. he was – the best situation and, and yeah. we'll, we'll get to that once we get like there are a few things that we can talk about as far as like you know who are you predicting mm-hmm. what are you looking for and they're really basic things for the most part but we can get to it in so a moment here. even 2020 you were that was a pretty good year for you if i look back at it you were a justin jefferson guy you were also a claypool guy yeah for that year claypool probably fallen off a little bit now but for that year 
a dollar and finished 14th. Absolutely worth it. CD Lamb finished 20th with two bucks. T. Higgins finished 28th with a dollar. Brandon Ayuk finished 33rd with a dollar. So there's like some, there was actually, again, that's okay value. I mean, obviously Jefferson was something that could change the game for you. The other guys were okay. They're okay. Yeah. And if you're They're getting okay. a guy like CD Lamb, and if you really are getting him for $2, yeah. that's what he is going, like that was his price, but doesn't mean that is what he went sure. for in the league, right? It, so keep that in, in perspective because those guys did get a little, you know, you, they're young. You're trying to hit the next one. Like everyone's mm-hmm. chasing the dragon because of, and we, we'll eventually get well, down to him. But, you know, we're talking about Odell. We're talking about Mike Evans, the guys yeah. that really hit the first Well, year. even now, today you're trying, you're chasing Chase and, and yeah, Jefferson. Chasing Jefferson, yeah. Yeah. So 2019, um, Deontay Johnson, DK Metcalf was the highest price at two. <laughs> he finished 30th. You know, clearly had flashes at times. You knew he was going to be good, yeah. but he wasn't something you could really rely on for fantasy. Um, Terry McLaurin finished 24th. Debo finished 26, but the leader for that year was AJ Brown at 10. And but honestly, preseason you wouldn't that, that kind of a dart throw, a random one. You wouldn't necessarily yeah, yeah. say if you liked him, great. You probably he wasn't really on our radar very much that year. But, and I'll be honest, Ole Miss always puts out pretty yeah. good wide receivers, but he was going into a situation where they they were in a run heavy offense, yeah. and we didn't think that yeah. you know you know so it was going to be if, the renaissance of the QB in Tennessee. If you got him, great. It worked out, but again, it wasn't yeah. not, nothing that crazy. 2018 really wasn't much. Ridley was the best. He finished 18th. DJ Moore was the highest price at two, and he finished 38th. You, again, DJ Moore, you saw the flashes, but he wasn't mm-hmm. getting touchdowns. There, really, there wasn't much that year. There just wasn't much for you. No. 2017, again, not a lot. Um, the highest price guy that year was actually it was Corey Davis and Zay Jones, I found. Because remember, there was a little Zay Jones hype from yeah. all those catches he had in college. But the um, <laughs> John Ross, do you remember that guy? God. Man. Oh, that was a bummer. Well, that's the year where so John Ross, Mike Williams, and Corey Davis were all like top ten picks. Yeah, and they finished one hundred one, two twenty four, and one twenty one forty six. So you had three re- rookie receivers that were top ten draft picks, and ne- none of them finished in the top one hundred. So mm-hmm. if you look at that, you did have you did have two rookies that finished okay with Juju at eighteen and Cooper Cup at twenty seven, but the three top ten picks finished beyond the top one hundred. And that's why it becomes so difficult to figure yeah. out who's going to be doing this because we can talk about like, well, if they're uh, in the first round yeah. drafted, you know, they're a guaranteed thing. They're not. Not, a, not at all at wide receiver. 2016, you had Michael Thomas. He finished ninth. He had a good year. But he <laughs> yeah, really good. Yeah. I would say even preseason, it wasn't like uh, we weren't all on Mike Thomas. <laughs> Michael no. Thomas. We, yeah, we didn't know. Yep. Yeah. Mari Cooper in 2015 was cheap and finished 21st. Okay. 2014 is where, like, I think, before that, I don't think people spent on rookie receivers. 2014, and really it was Odell Beckham, and it was after he came back from injury. He, so he missed five games that year. He had the hamstring injury, I believe it was. And still finished. Yep, still finished seventh. Yeah. And he won but he won so many leagues that year. And Mike Evans had a really good um, end of the season, too, and finished 13th. I don't have the numbers yet, but I remember even in our league, he was dropped early on in the year. Yeah. He wasn't doing anything. He ends up 13th. So Beckham and Evans kind of like, set that tone for rookie receivers for a while. Like, this is what you're going to get. But if you look back, 2014, you had you had Beckham, who's a, a league winner. 2016, Michael Thomas probably helped you win some leagues. Yeah, yeah. top 10 for a buck. Yeah, but then after that, it's Jefferson and Chase. So out of, what, nine seasons, maybe four guys. I mean, A.J. Brown was a top 10, but I don't feel like he was really winning any leagues. You might have three or four guys that really changed your teams and yeah. helped you win leagues. 
I mean, they definitely filled out rosters. Like, yes. I don't want to get it off because you, yeah, they, they are very like all these guys went for incredibly cheap. I mean, yeah. it is crazy to think Jamar Chase because he has so much hype around him. Uh, he was the highest ranked mm-hmm. priced wide receiver in all of these, and that was at six dollars. Like, that is not a crazy amount to spend on anyone, but usually. When you get to this spot, someone loves him a little more. You'd go, a little, you'd for, go a little for a couple more dollars for sure. But that, and then Drake London last year. Mm-hmm. So, but that just shows who do you? How do you know? <laughs> I will say yeah. this: a lot of these guys did okay, even the ones that finished in the twenties, thirties. They they definitely showed some promise. Probably had some good weeks. So I don't mind throwing a guy or two on the bench. I really don't. To, this year, there's probably not a lot of options. It's Addison. It's Smith and the Jigba, and it's it's um Quentin Johnston, yeah, from, Zay Flowers. So there's a couple guys. I don't think I throw a lot of them on the bench, though. I don't. Yeah, I I do think I like Addison. Maybe I, I like totally his went 140 situ- miles an hour. I like his situation the best. If I was going to get mm-hmm. one guy this year, but then again, uh, you know. It was the same situation and the reason why I like Justin Jefferson in the first place, going into a place where you're going to be the automatic number two wide receiver Mm -hmm. on a friendly offense with a solid quarterback. Um, You know, the only difference would be Hawkinson could be that number two guy. If you believe in that, I don't really believe in that, you know, so I think Addison is the best one there. Uh, We'll find out about Smith. Yeah, I would. This is how I'd probably do it. You know, like a redraft league. I don't put more than one of those guys on my bench because chances are you don't get something that's going to change much for you. Maybe get one in a keeper league an auction keeper. Maybe I throw two because they do have, they, I think they're better in the year two. That's when you really start to yeah. see, Oh, this guy did really well. Now he's going to be a star. It happens a lot. Garrett Wilson's a good example of that. Like he only finished in a lave too. Both of those guys didn't finish in the top 20, but we're all expecting them this year to be up there. Yeah. And I mean, Drake London too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I would well, say Christian Watson, there's a lot of guys true, that, yeah. that should be a lot. Better. You see the flashes and then see, okay, yeah. year two is where you're going to. So it's a keeper league. I understand spending maybe a couple more dollars to get one of them and you get maybe yeah. two of them on your bench that I think there's some value in that, but maybe don't expect them to be world changers in year one. There, there might be because there's been a few of them over the years, but it's not like the running back where you could see, you just know, you know, Bijan's going to be the guy, you know, it's going to work unless he gets hurt. I, it could be. Out of Addison, Smith, Najigba, Johnston, Flowers. If you told me any of those guys did it, I, okay, it could happen. I don't know who it's going to be. And there could be somebody below that that we're not even thinking of right now. There could be. And the the big one, like the thing that all of the wide receivers that broke out immediately, or even if we're talking about that can be a very solid contributor to your yep. team. If you're going to be in the top 30 and more than likely like the top 20, that is what you're probably shooting for. Um, that would be a huge win, right? If you get someone like Garrett Wilson and they can play as your flex or wide receiver three, depending on what your you know roster makeup is, that is a huge win. Yep. You get a, a solid contributor that has upside that you get for incredibly cheap at the end of the draft, right? That, yep. that is a huge win. Yep. In saying that, we're talking like, okay, the people that were able to do that and we'll just, we'll look throughout it, but you know, even uh, Drake London, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, uh, Christian Watson, George Pickens. I can't even say George Pickens really, but those guys, they were had they had guaranteed playing time in mm-hmm. front of them, and you were going to be in the starting rotation. Yep. Olave a little different; he was going to be in the slot and whatnot. But and then injuries can occur. But if you don't know that they're automatically going to get playing time, it is very difficult. So, like even Christian Watson, I loved him. I, I thought mm-hmm. he had all of the tools, and and you're you're with a good quarterback. 
and there was no one else there. So even though he wasn't polished, you're going to get mm-hmm. playing time. You'll figure it out. I don't know other than Jordan Addison. And once again, that's why I'm saying this. Because he's going to be number two. The other guys could be three. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jackson Smith and the Jigba could be a, a good one because they could use him uh, as the number three and they could use him a lot. But right now, you're, you're, you still have to overcome both Lockett and Deacon Metcalf. And last time I checked, neither of those guys are going to give a, away Mm-hmm. any sort of receptions um and then you go to quentin johnson who's yeah. you know on the chargers um once again he could get playing time but they have some talent there even though i think that one might be a little more like the injury risk is mm-hmm. real for the other guys that they have there at the Chargers. so definitely jump the, up there and then you talk about zay flowers yeah. which i like all these guys as far as like they're i think they're pretty decent talent but you're going to baltimore where there's, I mean, you, you're going to have to potential compete. there too, but it's muddy waters, yeah. and they also they're not exactly wide receiver friendly. There's definitely a chance there, but the number one receiver on that team is actually Mark Andrews, mm-hmm. and then you have Rashad Bateman, yet, and you just signed Odell. Yeah. So while I could see the scenario where Zay Flowers is the number one receiver, I could absolutely see that. I mean, number one actual receiver probably still behind Andrews. You can also see the scenario where Bateman takes a step up and Beckham's healthy. <laughs> yeah, and, then there's, and who was the the default de facto number one wide receiver there was Hollywood Brown for many years, yeah, and and even him he had a hard time yep. put being consistent. I mean, and he had a lot more tools than uh, Flowers does. Yep, you know, currently I'm sure he has a lot of ability. And then you go further than that. So the the hard part is like even at, when they land in a very great position. Uh, we've seen first round guys fail. We've seen, um, you know, some guys that need uh, injuries to occur and you can't possibly know that is going to happen. We've also seen guys that just didn't get the hype in college come into a place and then halfway through the year kind of take over a position, but you can't bank on that. Why would you draft for that? Um, so in the best of situations, you can call and guess, and that's why you don't overpay for rookies. Yep, and and even worse, I, I think this year is a relatively weak wide receiver crew, and I don't think any of them, besides for Jordan Addison, really fell in a very friendly situation. No. no. So, oh, one guy I didn't throw up from the, the other year was Amonra St. Brown had a pretty good rookie year, he, but he was completely off the radar. So that wasn't even he was way down. Like, well, he, yeah, he was going yeah. to the Lions, which everyone assumed was and he a, finished a, about twenty third yeah. or something. But so those guys exist. So we'll throw a guy or two in the bench, yeah. no problem. But don't think it's going to be <laughs> don't go out of your way for him yeah and no and and the, the only thing i will say about smith Najigba is he does fit more of the role of an olave or mm-hmm. amen rice st brown which is interesting right because you have much more of a number three that is going to be used in a strategic yep. way in the slot that could be him i and so maybe i'm you know him and addison have a little more upside than the rest of them yep but I, yeah, I hate hard. to be the hater about Seattle, but yeah, <laughs> still, I still can't do it. But all right, there we go. There's rookie receivers for you. So yeah, throw one on your bench, but don't expect much at this yeah. point. Could happen. But all right, that'll do it for today. Talk to you guys next time.